what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but are all about enjoyment. Yay! The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, in regards to the media and the government, they're all about control. That's right, control. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because we're all about getting closer to the Lord. What is better than that? Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience Local, National, and Heavenly Talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Don't ask us. We don't know. We have no idea what's going to happen. Don't ask us. We don't know. And we don't care. Mostly. But in the next few minutes, you know what? It doesn't matter because I want to talk faith with you. So we're asking questions about living life as a Christian, asking this kind of question. What can we add or do in our lives to get us one step closer to the Lord? We just talk about things you got to get rid of and so on and so forth. What can you add? Could it be five minutes in prayer? Could it be five minutes in fellowship? Could it be five minutes of deep Bible study? Could be. Those are the kind of questions we ask. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to reach out to us. Just give us a holler, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call 972 445 0770. You'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite. <laughs> talking to Dynamite D. That's like waking up in the morning. Get this one fully rested. That's a great feeling. Oh my goodness. You just wake up and you're like going, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The taco dreams, I can't say much about, but I am rested. It's a great feeling. Also, by the way, during the show, you can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send us an email, david at org. Pretty simple. Don't forget the he must increase.org 
or I won't get it. David at he must increase.org throughout the show. Uh, typically, if, you, if you're answering a trivia question, we'll try to acknowledge that through the, the uh, email. But, you know, occasionally we get a look, opinions and so on and so forth. Some of those we can share. Some of those we can't. That's kind of how that goes. Here's what we're going to tell you. We also want to send you up to the website. couple things to keep in mind, please. Number one, on the website is a prayer slash praise form. Nobody has to know. Nobody will know. In fact, it first goes to me, and then if it's okay, then it might go to other people immediately connected to me that pray with me. But if not, it'll just stay with me unless you want it to be public. You can ask anything in prayer. You can ask, uh, share any kind of praise report. You don't have to write brilliantly. You just share, hey, the Lord did this, and I'm just really thankful. You don't have to say anything more than that. All of that's on the website that we're going to send you to, plus the opportunity to give directly through the website. It's 100% safe, 100% tax deductible. Also on the website is ways to give. If you don't want to use the website, please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Just, Pretty creative. That is exceedingly creative. Kind of like a mouse trappy kind of sound. I like it. I like it. Here's uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna open this show up with a little bit of prayer over everybody. Two uh, very important things. So one, we're gonna pray for our good friend Eric. He's got some sh- shoulder issues. Never fun. My son went through uh, shoulder surgery. Uh, that was a bummer. Uh, and then I also want to pray for everybody real quickly to have no fear of rumors. Because I'm getting a little tired of the rumors having so much power in everybody's lives about things that are going on in the world and society. Hey, nothing happens outside of God's knowledge. There's not one event that has ever happened outside of the knowledge of God. So let's keep it where it needs to be kept. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now, and we thank you and praise you. We worship you. We acknowledge you first and foremost. We acknowledge you in everything, Lord, because you are so compassionate to us. The mercies that we get from you, they're new every morning. And sometimes, Lord, we do real good. Sometimes maybe not as good. Doesn't matter. Your mercies are towards us new every morning, and we appreciate that. We lift up our brother Eric, pray for his shoulder. We would love to find out that it's going to be less uh, invasive than we think it might be. And that would be fantastic. And it's something you could absolutely do. You answer prayer, please touch his shoulder. And in this meeting with the doctor, let there be good news. And I want to pray for our audience, though, because I know what's going on. It's it's rumors, which is actually, the, the Lord, the, the, the way that the enemy gets things going. It's the fear of bad news. It's this expectation of doom. It's this, this terribleness that's hanging in the air. We are your kids. And please, Lord, give us the wisdom to be people who speak your thanksgiving and your praise and that we might transport ourselves away from the silliness and sinfulness and stupidity of the world and be more at home in your presence, filled with peace, filled with grace, filled with glory. Please help us. We fully depend on you and throw ourselves before you and say, Lord God, Dad, Abba, Father, Help your kids. We pray in Jesus' name. 
Amen and amen. Okay, now we're off and now we're rolling. And you better get ready because I have so much to teach that I will never get. This is the this is the show. I need three hours. Forget two hours. I need three hours to teach. That's how much stuff we got to deal with. So we're going to go right into it because it is just absolutely fantastico. Here we are in Matthew. We're in chapter 9. We're winding down in chapter 9. Here's what it says. Uh, we're in verse 32. When they left, and this is after Jesus you know, had uh, healed the girl, told everybody to get out. When they left, some people brought to him a man who couldn't speak He was because he was possessed by a demon. No way. I just want to make sure everybody understands that. He couldn't speak because he was possessed by a demon, which should tell you illnesses can have demonic backgrounds. You should just know that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Jesus cast out the demon, and instantly the man could talk. The crowd marveled. Nothing like this has ever happened in Israel, they exclaimed. But the Pharisees said, he can cast out demons because he's empowered by the prince of demons. Okay. <laughs> That's right. I added my own little flavor into the read. You might as well get used to that. Uh, first, let's understand what's going on. Chapter 9, as we're winding now, we come across a story illustrating how religious people do not believe in God. That's what's amazing. There's tons of religious people in America. They don't believe in God. Oh, we're religious. Sure you are. You know all of those wonderful uh, surveys? Let me explain something to you. This, there's not truth in those. Oh, oh Christianity's dying. Christianity's dying. Hey, somebody tell Jesus Christianity's dying. Okay? You know what I'm saying? It's like so silly. Here's what it is. Well, more people are spiritual than they are religious. You want to split terms and split words? Go ahead. Have a good time. It's the same malarkey that says all marriages, 50% uh, of marriages end up in divorce. Lie. Statistically, not even close. And in the church life, it's less than 18%. So don't give me that rubbish. That's just ridiculous. But in this case, they bring somebody to Jesus. He can't speak. Jesus knows it's a demon. Jesus casts the demon out. Out goes the demon. Open his mouth. He's ready for radio ministry. He can talk, right? That's fantastic, right? What happens when that happens? What happens? The Pharisees, who are the religious rulers, this doesn't represent all the Jews. This is the Pharisees. It's a specific group of people that hardly believe in God and don't, don't really care. They just want to maintain their power, you know, like a politician. And so what they're doing is they're giving a non-God reason for the for the healing. Do you see what they're doing? I know you're, you're thinking, well, they're, they're attributing it. We can get into the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, which we'll get into later, not, not today. But they're giving a non-God reason. And that's what people do when something happens and the Lord does it. They give a non-God reason. Oh, he casts out demons because uh, he's empowered by the prince of demons because we can't uh, let you know that this could be from God. That'd be bad. Here's the whole process. As we're winding this down, Jesus casts out the spirit. The Pharisees couldn't handle it because it means that what he has to say is right. Uh-oh. You see, you don't get to cast out a demonic spirit, something that doesn't happen all the time. In fact, for Saul, who had a demonic spirit, King Saul, they only tamed the spirit. They never cast the spirit out. Jesus goes, ding, out you go. See you later, alligator, in a wild crocodile. Gone. Right? And so now these guys are like, oh, wait a minute. And that gives validity to what Jesus had to say. 
See, God gives confirmation with signs. Happens all the time. It's happened from the, it happens all the way from Genesis all the way through Revelation. So instead of attributing it to God, they attribute it to Satan as some crafty, magical, don't look behind the curtain moment because then they don't have to be accountable if it's not God. That's why people do that. Do you know why people don't want God to be real? It's not so that, you know, because then all these religious nut jobs will be, that would, you know, they would all be validated. Uh-uh. That's not why. They don't want God to be real because then they become accountable for their lives. They don't want to be accountable. They want to have their own little, they want to be in charge of themselves. They want to be God themselves. You know, that, that kind of sounds like the garden. Huh. I wonder if there's a connection between the sin of Adam and Eve and that sin. Huh, I guess there is. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time energy like so few can right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Because what we're getting is this snapshot of Jesus. And there's a lot of stuff that we do, a lot of stuff that we say, but at no point should anybody ever lose what's going on here. And when we get into our Philippians teach tomorrow, you're going to see how very specific Christology, the study of Christ, fits into play on Jesus Christ being honored uh, above all and understanding how that this snapshot of Jesus plays into or leads us into the understanding of the superiority of Christ. Nobody else was fully God and fully man, period. And so nobody else can represent God to man or man to God. So in this situation, we get to see that Jairus, he has a 12-year-old daughter. She's dying. Not, uh, not good news. This woman who's got this bleeding issue, issue of blood, she comes up to Jesus, uh, touches him without saying anything. Jesus has restoration and healing for her in physical, social, and psychological aspects, which is just uh, wonderful if you think about how Jesus, Jesus cares about the whole person. doesn't care about a part of a person. He cares about every inch of you. 
If you're doing well physically, but you're not doing well psychologically, Jesus cares about that. If you're doing well psychologically and not doing well physically, Jesus cares about that. If you can't have contact with people and you feel like you're completely isolated, Jesus cares about that. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. We do appreciate KAAM. We appreciate Don very much. I'd like you to be praying for Don. I'd like you to be praying for Jennifer. And, of course, you'd be praying for Dynamite D, who's... Uh, Bible knowledge will increase piece by piece. Just leave it there. Insider. Yeah, inside. That's right. Uh, don't forget to pray for your April buddies. This is April. You got to be praying for your buddies. That means anybody who calls in. You know, Ronnie called in the other day. Gary called in. All these different people that call in. We got people that need healing. So you've got Eric on that list. You've got Rosalind on that list. You've got Gary on that list. You've got, you know, Deborah on that list. You got Mary on the list. You got Ace on the list. You got all these people. Be praying for them. Plus, everybody who's going through their different situations that you hear about or anybody that you hear it on, on a fill or anybody that calls in and answers a question like Brother Don or anybody else. You've got to seize that opportunity. Be aware and let the Lord kind of partner with you. Not kind of partner with you. Totally partner with you. And you pick up and somebody just pray for him. You don't have to pray brilliantly. Just bring them before the Lord. That's all I'm asking you to do. Okay? And then always pray for the audience in general because that's just a good idea. Here's our first trivia question. All trivia questions, by the way, today. I've made this decision for today. Not always, but just today. All trivia questions are based in the uh, in the book of James. All trivia questions. Here's your first one. How many chapters are in the book of James? How many chapters are in the book of James? There we go. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. In the meantime, we will do our DNA as we do our DNA on a regular basis. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. I mean, daily. How, 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 how important is that? I don't know. How many days of the week do they come up and try and scare you on television? That many days. <laughs> Daily. Oh, maybe five times a day then. Okay, right? Okay. Uh, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. It does not matter what any presidential person says about transgender people because that's absurd. They are not made transgender in the image of God. That is total shaming of the word of God and of Jesus Christ. Never be ashamed. Never put up with that rubbish. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means that your heart and mind has OPM going. Other people matter. You're caring. You're caring. So wait, you care and you carry their burdens. You care about their burdens and you carry them. That's part of loving one another. That's part of fulfilling the law of Christ. Okay? Okay, great. Trivia question again. It's very simple. How many chapters is in the book of James? 
If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. Okay. That's right. I had to get that out of my system, by the way, that one little thing. It's just so irritating. Wow. When when people are Bible teach trying to Bible teach and they don't know one thing from another, when you quote the Bible and go, you know, people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones, like what, what is that? What what planet are you on? What what universe did you come from? Okay. All right. Anyhow, let's just move on to the text, or I'll just go down that road for four or five years. Uh, we are in Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Jesus traveled throughout the cities and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom of God. And wherever he went, he healed people of every sort of disease and illness. Verse 36, something Christians should know. He felt great pity for the crowds that came because their problems were so great and they didn't know where to go for help. They were like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, the harvest is so great, but the workers are so few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send out more workers for his fields. Now listen to this. Let me explain something that's really important, okay? Jesus travels through different cities and villages. That seems like such a little thing, right? That tells us that he's not just a metropolitan guy because he travels in the small little villages. It's not about just hitting the big circuit of L.A., San Diego, Dallas, New York, Atlanta. That's not right. That's not how Jesus did it at all. He went into the small little places like Rockwall. (laughs) Fate, which is really small. I mean, I'm just giving you, this is what he did. He was like all about it. He loved it. He loved people. And he was teaching people about the good news, the gospel of being saved from their sins and healing wherever he went. Now, one of the reasons that Jesus was, but there's multiple, this reason is so important for us as Christians. One of the reasons he was so effective in ministry and something absolutely important for us to note is he was genuinely had pity for the people and their struggles. He felt their heaviness. You see, it's so important for us to grasp that, like, when you're ministering to somebody, all you have to do to be really honest to do it right is just to say, if that were me, how would I feel? Now, that's all you get. Now, we can't—we're we, not going to do it the exact same way Jesus did it. It's a little different in the, in the principle of it. But he demonstrates that that pity, that compassion, that mercy, that grace, these people were loaded with trouble. And Jesus was like— I know you are. I know it's hard. You see that spirit right there? It's not about getting into a line of people and then having, you know, some people, you know, do this or that. Or it's not about never having a line of people to pray for. It's about holding it inside and caring genuinely, sincerely, and deeply about the heaviness that others are going through. That's why Jesus was so amazing. 
Now, I want to say this last thing because this is really going to irritate a few people because I like this part. Verse 38, so pray to the Lord who's in charge of the harvest and ask him to send out more workers in the field. So Jesus tells his disciples the harvest is great, but the workers are few. And how do we resolve that problem that the harvest is great and the workers are few? Jesus tells us to pray to the Lord. What did Jesus say? Pray to the Lord. What does Jesus say to do to solve the problem? Pray to the Lord. What's the problem? There's a lot of problem with people in their hearts, and they're not really having people to take care of them. They're really wounded, and really bad things are happening. So pray to the Lord. I wish politicians would take note that it's not always about the guns. It's about the hearts of people, and what they should be doing is praying to the Lord, not telling people not to pray, because when you pray to the Lord, the Lord sends more ministers into the harvest, more people's hearts are changed, and murder starts in the heart. Come on. Go to the bank, take out a loan, and buy a clue. Oh, my goodness. Some of this stuff is like, you've got to be kidding. Uh, if I hear one more person say, they should pray to the Lord. Oh, so you're smarter than Jesus. Is that the line you're going to use? You should be removed from office if you said that. That's all I say. I don't care what anybody says. That's just absurd. Dave, calm down. No, I think this is exactly where Jesus goes in and clears out the temple. It's like, this is absurdity. This is ridiculous. It's the hearts of people that create these problems. It's not any, if there were no guns in the world and we only had sharp rocks and knives, it would still happen. I don't know why people don't see that. In fact, if we only had cars, people would use cars to do it. It doesn't matter. It's on the inside of the person. And what we need are more ministers. We need to pray and ask for help so that there's more ministers so more hearts can be changed from the life of sin to a life of surrender. That would make a substantial difference in society. Not everybody bolstering on a camera. Sometimes the worst thing that happened to us was the camera. Uh, it's just my opinion. You don't have to share it. You don't have to. You still have to love me. I mean, that there's no way. You can't get out of that one. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's our trivia question. The question is, how many chapters are in the book of James? And the answer is... Five. Cinco. <laughs> okay? I mean, I don't know that many other languages, so don't give me a hard time about that. Five. There are five, which means that everybody should have read that at least three or four times in your life. That's all I'm going to say, because it doesn't take that long to read. Come on. Okay? All right. We've got so much to cover, so much to do. Take a deep breath. We're just going to keep going, going, going. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. You don't know what's going to happen in one minute, let alone one hour from now. And God, who it's impossible for God to lie, has made this commitment, made this offer, made this opportunity to both you and me and all of us around. The simplicity is that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And that the wages of that sin, the wages falling short, is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God, demonstrating his love for us, sent Jesus Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. 
God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. There is nothing more important than that principle right there, the hope that is offered to believers who acknowledge and surrender to the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's what's being offered. That's what gives you encouragement. That's what enables you to go on. You're going to have a lot of sorrow in this life. Job said it best, a man's days are few and full of trouble. But in the next, there is something so wonderful that even in man's mind, we cannot retain it. For eye has not seen, neither has ear heard, neither has, can the heart comprehend, can, can, can't even receive the great things which God has prepared for them that love him. There's such a great thing that's coming for us, such a great place, such a wondrous place. But you got to acknowledge the invitation. you got to say yes. Because if you don't say yes, you're not going to that wedding. The wedding of the Lamb. Don't be that person. Don't be that person that rejects it. Don't be that person that lives in sorrow, in grief, and in sadness. Don't be that person. Be the one that says yes so that you can be a part of the great wedding feast, that you can be a part of the great celebration. Oh, life is much more than this 60, 70, 80, 90 years. It's eternity on the line. And if you've already said yes, rest in the comfort. Rest in that place. Rest in that goodness. That all is well and even on this side, if it's hard, on the other side, it's glorious. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.